This is KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition. Good morning, Fair and 48 at the KVOM studios. Today is Tuesday. It's the 18th of April, 2023. Rich Molders with your KVOM Morning News Watch. We'll have sunny skies today. It'll be breezy out. High around 80. Clear tonight, our low 58. Wednesday brings sunshine. It'll be windy out. A high of 82. Partly cloudy Wednesday night, a low of 64. And Thursday, we've got a 70% chance of showers and thunderstorms. And under a mostly cloudy sky, it'll be 78 degrees in the afternoon. Right now, it's fair and 48 at the KVOM studios. Let's send out congratulations this morning to our employee of the day, Riley Welcher at the Coffee Bean. Obituaries this morning, Nicholas Nick Alexander Cody age 26, died on March 23rd. He was a 2015 Nemo Vista High School graduate, a second-degree black belt in martial arts who taught youth and self-defense classes and was a member of First Baptist Church of Center Ridge. He is survived by his parents, Samuel Lee Cody of Morrillton, Mary Jean Cody of Morrillton, and Julie Baker of Calico Rock, brothers Justin Perry Cody of Iowa, Zachary Cody and William Berry of Greenbrier, and Wayne Berry and Mason Fowler of Arkansas, sisters Jennifer Thomason of Morrillton and Bree Faison of Conway, grandmother Barbara Bryan of Center Ridge, and several nieces, nephews, aunts, uncles, and other family. Memorial service for Nick Cody will be Saturday, April 22nd, 10.30 a.m., with Brother Eldridge Snow officiating. In lieu of flowers, donations may be made to the Kilgore Cemetery Committee. Arrangements are by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. Michael Otis Settlemeyer, age 58, died on Friday, April 14th. He was a truck driver and is survived by his children, David Myers of Hattieville, Gurney Settlemeyer of Atkins, Timmy Settlemeyer of Plummerville, Randy Yates of Moralton, Travis Settlemeyer, Davina Settlemeyer of Moralton, and Mandy Gertman of Moralton, one sister, numerous grandchildren, and great-grandchildren, along with friend Nina Yates of Moralton. There will be a private service for Michael Otis Settlemeyer at a later date. Arrangements by Niels Rosewood Funerals and Cremations of Moralton. Now 7.33. Let's turn to news this morning. A frantic overnight search for a missing toddler in Moralton resulted in the best possible outcome when three-year-old Asher Brett Sewick was found safe Monday morning. Asher was reported missing shortly after 8 p.m. Sunday, after he was last seen playing in a backyard on Woody Drive. Conway County Sheriff Mike Smith says all resources available were used in the search for Asher that night, with sheriff's deputies, Moralton Police, Conway County Mounted Patrol, Moralton Fire Department, Arkansas State Police helicopters, and a drone from the Russellville Fire Department, all involved in the overnight search effort, but to no avail. On Monday morning, A search party was formed at the request of the sheriff's office, and several concerned neighbors and friends helped in an extended and double-checking of the search area. About an hour after that search began, authorities were notified that a homeowner on Dillon Drive had found the boy underneath the carport of their home. The sheriff says that home is located approximately two miles from the Woody Drive home where the boy was last seen. Asher was examined by paramedics on scene and transported to the hospital for observations but the sheriff says the boy was as healthy as could be expected, considering he spent nearly 12 hours outside in the elements. The sheriff wants to thank all responding agencies and the public 
for their assistance in the search efforts. 7.35, it's fair and 48 at the KVOM studios, on our way to a high of 80 with sunshine and some gusty winds out today. KVOM's Morning News Watch continues in just a moment. Your financial situation is unique to you. That's why you deserve a bank that helps you get what you want. Hi, I'm J.B. Mouse, Vice President with Petty Jean State Bank. Need to borrow money? Instead of red tape and a one-size-fits-all lending decision model, you'll work with a decision maker who will be there every step of the way. Let us partner with you and help you achieve your goals. When you come to Petty Jean State Bank for a loan, you'll feel welcome, comfortable, and appreciated. Welcome home to hometown banking. Patty Jean State Bank. Right in town and always in touch. Member FDIC and an equal housing lender. You're listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch. It's fair and 48 degrees at 736. April is Child Abuse Awareness Prevention Month, and the Safe Place Incorporated in Moralton continuously strives to end the cycle of abuse before it reaches children. Executive Director Mary Wood notes that spousal abuse often leads to abuse of children as well. If someone is going to abuse their spouse or their boyfriend or their girlfriend, chances are really good that they're also going to abuse their children as well. Now, it's not 100% of the time, but there is a very high correlation. It's well over 50% of abusive personalities will also abuse their own children. Wood adds that getting children free from an abusive home can have an impact that lasts well into the future. Statistics show us that it's probably about close to 60% of little boys that are raised in a home with abuse will themselves grow up to be abusers as an adult. And little girls who grow up in a household that has abuse will grow up to choose abusive partners as well. So the, the consequences of of breaking the cycle of abuse in a household can affect generations. If you are the victim of domestic abuse and would like to receive help from the services offered by The Safe Place, you can call their 24-hour crisis hotline at 1-888-554-2501. The second annual Backing the Blue and Gold Alumni and Friends Banquet for the Nemo Vista Future Farmers of America is set for Saturday, April 22nd, at Big D Ranch at 173 Miller Lane in Center Ridge. Club member Julia DeSalvo says the banquet was started in order for all alumni, supporters, and friends of FFA to come together to enjoy good food, reminisce on good times, and support a great group of students. You get to come out and socialize, but at that same time, you're also, you know, sitting down, having a very nice steak dinner, um, listening to sort of what we do and why we do it, and it just... It's a, it's a very good opportunity to, to meet the next generation of American agriculture. This year's banquet will begin promptly at 5 p.m. Tickets are $25 each, and member Izzy DeSalvo says you're encouraged to pre-order your ticket. On our Facebook page, on Nemo Vista FFA Facebook page, there's a link. You can go RSVP, but all of the cash or money, it's all going to be handled at the door. And it is a great opportunity to come and speak with the old alumni, the old alumni, speak with the new alumni. In addition to a steak dinner, the admission price also includes one ticket to be entered for door prizes. There will also be games for attendees to play, including a play-to-win bago and balloon darts. Upon entrance, you'll have the opportunity to purchase raffle tickets, which can be used to place your bid on any of the auction items. 
you simply place your ticket in the bucket corresponding with the table or item of choice in order to bid. Raffle tickets are $20 each. Among the raffle prizes that will be given away are a Blackstone griddle, a kayak, fire pits, a farm table, and chainsaw. Again, for more information or to pre-order tickets for the banquet, you can visit the Nemo Vista FFA page on Facebook. Conway County School Counts will be honoring 106 Conway County seniors Tuesday, April 25th at 9 a.m. The recognition ceremony will be held at H.B. White Auditorium on the campus of Moralton High School. School Counts is an initiative that provides financial support for participating Conway County graduating seniors to attend the University of Arkansas Community College at Moralton. The program also helps students earn college credits by offering many concurrent classes. Through School Counts, every student in Conway County has the opportunity to receive a higher education. School Counts gives the community the chance to support education for local graduates by providing financial support. In return, businesses can expect to reap the benefit of a more prepared workforce. School Counts also helps the community become more attractive to companies looking to expand or move into the area, which can create more job opportunities for everyone. For more information, you can visit schoolcounts.org. Sacred Heart Catholic School is one of 14 schools that will be competing for a state championship in Quiz Bowl Saturday. The championship match from each of the state's seven classifications will air live on Arkansas PBS with live streaming at myarpbs.org slash watch. Quiz Bowl 2023 will be broadcast in two parts, 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. and 1.30 to 4.30 p.m. The Class 7A, 4A, 5A, and 3A matches will be in the first session. Sacred Heart's Class 1A match against Norfolk will be the second of three matches in the afternoon session. It's expected to start around 2.30 p.m. Let's take a look at our community calendar for you now. The Plumberville City Council meets tonight at 6 in the community room. The Perry County Fair Association is holding a drawdown fundraiser Saturday at 6 at the Perry County Fairgrounds in Perryville. The drawdown is a fun game of chance for the community to enjoy during their meal. Each ticket purchased includes a ribeye steak dinner for two with baked potatoes, rolls, salad, dessert, and drinks. The ticket holder also gets one free entry into the drawdown game. Tickets are $100 each. Only 140 tickets will be sold, and sales will end Wednesday. For more information, find the Perry County Fair Association page on Facebook or call Tessie Mix at 501-215-9752. The Moralton City Council Advertising Promotion and Tourism Committee meets Wednesday at noon at Moralton City Hall. First Presbyterian Church in Moralton will host its monthly Fellowship Supper Potluck Wednesday night at 6 It's an intergenerational game night with a night of good fun for all ages around board games. Hot dogs will be provided, but you can bring your favorite side dish or dessert. Call 501-354-2187 for more information. The Nemo Vista School Board will meet Thursday night at 7, and the Plummerville Lodge of Freemasons meets Thursday night at 7. Well, we thank you for listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch, and we want to remind you that if you want to hear a story again, or you just need to time shift your listening, our News Watch is available as a podcast. It's available on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, really anywhere that you listen to podcasts. You can also get it from our website or our app. The KVOM News Watch podcast is presented each weekday morning and brought to you by Petty Jean State Bank. Now 743, it's fair and 48 at the KVOM studios. Coming up on our close-up segment, 
We'll visit with Moralton Mayor Alan Lipsmeyer. Sports and weather coming up next as KVOM's Morning News Watch continues. When you need to borrow money to invest in your business, you deserve to get your loan done quickly and with personal service. Hi, I'm Kyle Halbrook, Vice President with Petty Jean State Bank. Personal service is our priority. When you call us for your commercial lending needs, a local banker will answer the phone and we will know your name. We will work with you to tailor a loan to fit your budget. When you come to Petty Jean State Bank for a loan, you will feel welcomed, comfortable, and appreciated. Welcome home to hometown banking. Patty Jean State Bank. Right in town and always in touch. Member FDIC and an equal housing lender. You're listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch at 744, fair and 48 at the KVOM studios. Two Nima Vista High School seniors signed letters of intent to play college basketball Monday. In a ceremony at the school with family and friends in attendance, Kaylin Garris signed to play for North Arkansas College in Harrison and Patrick Perry signed to play for Randall University in Moore, Oklahoma. Senior Cheyenne Kemp hit her sixth home run of the season, and senior Madison Garrett allowed two runs on eight hits with three strikeouts as the Moralton High School softball team beat Greenwood 6-2 in a non-conference game Monday afternoon in Moralton. The win snaps a two-game losing skid for the Devil Dogs, who are now 13-3 on the season. They'll return to 4A4 conference play today with a 4.30 p.m. game against Clarksville at Devil Dog Yard. The Moralton High School baseball team had its six-game winning streak stopped with a 10-9 loss to Mayflower on the road Monday afternoon in non-conference action. The Devil Dogs had a 6-0 lead after the second inning before the Eagles rallied to take a 7-6 lead. After tying the game with the run in the fifth, junior Luke Carner put the Devil Dogs back on top with a two-run homer in the sixth inning for the Dixon Family Dental Big Smile play of the game. Then Mayflower scored two runs of their own in the sixth and one more in the seventh for the walk-off win. Freshman Maddox Berry, sophomores Caden Mueller and August Stobaugh, and junior Braylon Tresvant all drove in runs for the Devil Dogs, who fall to 10-7 with the loss. The Devil Dogs resume 4A4 conference play today when they host Clarksville at 4.30 p.m. The Wonderview softball team secured the outright 1A4 conference title with a 6-0 win over Nemo Vista Monday afternoon in Wonderview, the Lady Daredevils are now 11-3 overall, 7-0 in conference play with a win. They'll finish conference play today with a senior night game against St. Joseph at 4 p.m. Wonderview's baseball team will also host St. Joseph for a 4 o'clock game. The Nemo Vista Lady Redhawks are now 10-7 overall following that loss, 5-3 in conference play, and they'll play a non-conference game at Perryville today at 4.30. The Nemo Vista baseball team lost its second consecutive game on Monday, Falling to Westside, Greer's Ferry 11-7 in a non-conference game on the road. The Redhawks play a non-conference game at Perryville today at 4.30. Sacred Hearts baseball and softball teams finish their 1A4 conference schedules today with games at Guy Perkins. Both games set to start at 5 o'clock. The Moralton High School soccer teams are also back in action tonight with 4A4 conference games at home against Boxite. The girls' game starts at 5 p.m. with the boys' game to follow at 7 from Devil Dog Stadium. And the St. Louis Cardinals lost the opener of a three-game series against the Arizona Diamondbacks, 6-3 Monday night at Bush Stadium. The Cards take on the Diamondbacks again tonight at 6:45. Pre-game coverage starts at 5:50 on Motown Radio 92.5 FM and 800 AM. Now 7:47. Let's take a look at your weather. Current conditions at the KVOM studios: humidity at 87%. Winds are calm. Barometer at 29.93 inches. It is fair and 48 at the KVOM studios right now. Today, 
We'll see mostly sunny skies. It'll be breezy out, a high around 80. Clear tonight, a low of 58. Sunny and breezy on Wednesday, a high of 82. Now Thursday, we've got a 70% chance of showers and thunderstorms. And under a mostly cloudy sky, we'll have a high of 78. Still a 50% chance of rain on Friday, a high of 70. And Saturday, sunshine, a lot cooler. A high of only 59 with gusty winds. Right now it's fair and 48 at the KVOM studios. 748. Are you ready to make some home improvements? Is it time to buy your child's first vehicle? Hi, I'm Teresa Brown, Assistant Vice President at Petty Jean State Bank in Moralton. Let us help you get a loan to fit your needs. We'll meet with you face-to-face and personalize your loan to fit your budget. Best of all, you'll work with a local decision maker who will help you with the whole process. Because when you come to Petty Jean State Bank for a loan, you'll feel welcomed, comfortable, and appreciated. Welcome home to hometown banking. Daddy Jean State Bank. Right in town and always in touch. NMLS number 1590686. Member FDIC and an equal housing lender. Our morning news watch continues with our close-up segment. And we're joined today, as we are once a month, by Moralton Mayor Alan Lipsmeyer. Good morning to you, Mayor. Good morning, Rich. We've had a busy month. A lot of good things happening in the city. A lot of stuff to talk about. And let's talk about a big announcement made last week about a new children's library. Yeah, I'm very excited about that, Rich. I've been blessed to be on a lot of boards and, and see where different pots of money are and how we can bring everybody to the table to, to make that work for the betterment of this town. So uh, Johnny Mom, who uh, was a lot, was a resident of, of Hattieville, and she uh, left there in her career, and she donated $400,000 to the library in 2012. And a year before that, you know, the buildings fell here on the corner of Division and Broadway. So being on the board, I kept looking at that pot of money, and, and Jay would come up with ideas, and, and they were just, to do anything on the on the library campus was very expensive to, to keep everything in line with the historic building and, you know, have to make that addition look historic, and it just drove the price up. And then... Uh, you know, we, we've been dealing a lot with Kay and her two buildings, but Kay is also on the board of the library. She's on Pathfinder's board. So I, got, I started about two years ago talking to Kay, say, Kay, would you donate this property and we could do this with this? And, and we've already got this money sitting here. I don't ever see a use that we're ever going to have with this money. And we have a new uh, children's director of the library who's making great strides, uh, bringing kids in for the summer programs and the year-round programs and if they have a huge crowd, they have to go to the Presbyterian Church. They have to use the Presbyterian Church's playground and things like that. And if you're aware of the where the children's section is, the library, it's very tiny. So I finally got Kay to agree to do this. So we, I've been talking to Jay about this for about a year, too, to see if he would even, you know, if this was even an interest. And, and so it was, and we got it all worked out. We went to the board. The board voted on it unanimously. And so now we've, Kay has transferred that uh, property, and we've been able to announce that. I was at a meeting in Fayetteville and at a library, and they had a huge children's section with an outdoor area. And uh, this is a win-win for our community. And like I said, what better investments to make in our community than our children? Now, we don't have it all ironed out, you know, how it's all going to be. This is not going to be like open on a daily basis, but when there's activities or, or people want to have an activity, 
you know, they can come to us and we can open it up. The playground will probably be open on a daily basis. But this is a win-win. Um, also, if you look, uh, when we had our year kickoff of the Eclipse, we got to sneak in the gallery and look at the, it's about a $200,000 remodel of the gallery. They've gone in and, and glazed the concrete floors, they painted the walls, put new ceiling tiles in, new lights. And then you have the Holyfield place that is going on right now. Also, that's eight properties being cleaned up in downtown Malton right now. Amazing. A lot of great partnerships making all this happen here. Hey, let's talk about sales tax. Numbers continue to trend upward. Yes, our sales tax was up. Uh, we're up, you know, close to $50,000 over the, you know, the first uh, three months of the year, which is good because, you know, when the online sales tax came on and, and uh, our sales tax dollars started growing, people COVID, during COVID stayed at home and shopped. We didn't. We, we, we enjoyed that boost, but we, we thought would we be able to sustain this? But we have, and it's continuing to grow, and that's just incredible for our town. Like the last three years, our sales tax has jumped, I think, around seven hundred thousand dollars for the last three years, and that's incredible. Which which is what allows us with the ARPA money also. But we we donated a hundred thousand dollars to the gallery. We on, we donated a hundred thousand dollars to the Holyfield place. Because our council believes in downtown and believes in making these improvements. And, and we were blessed to have the money to do that. And now you see all these projects going on. And I've said it and said it and said it. If dirt's not turning simultaneously all over town, then people are going to keep driving through our town. And now uh, the other announcement was that the Whole Hog Barbecue will be coming downtown to the to where the Whistle Stop Cafe was going to be, and that's going to be another great addition to what's going on downtown. You bet. You know what's neat about the eclipse coming up next April. It's nice to have a deadline like that. It's coming whether we're ready or not for us to really get some projects done ahead of that. And when it's come and gone, we're going to have some nice facilities and some things that will last us for years and years. Right. And, you know, People say, well, why are you doing it for this one day? But this is bigger than a one-day event in my eyes. It, this is a God-given opportunity to get people from all over the world to come to Marlton, Arkansas. So we have to be the best Marlton that we can be during that week and from here on out. Uh, so they so they fall in love with this town like all of us have and want to move here, open a business here, do things here. And we have to look like we know what we're doing and and be prepared as we possibly can because we don't know what, what could come out of this, so, you know, besides the eclipse. To that end, you've got some ordinances in place for the pop-up villages and things. Yes, we, we passed our ordinance. Uh, a lot of work went into the ordinance, uh, and it's uh, ready to go. We, we were able to pass out a draft at the meeting. You know, Eighty people came to that kickoff meeting. Uh, when Clay called me in 2017, I had a meeting that same year uh, when the 2017 eclipse and I had 10 people show up. So we had eight times that we had a lot of people that are going to have villages all over the County, not just in town. We know of about three in town right now, but uh, during 2017, I went to all the hotels and found out we had only 200 hotel rooms. So that's not the impact. This is the only way that we're going to increase our impact. Uh, you know, the lodge, uh, Betty Jean mountain is already a, uh, booked up so so that's a good thing and hopefully they will push people down here now that they're full and the car museum is going to do a do a village also and going to have a lot of people 
you know, I just finally saw on the news the other day, we've known about it, but it was on the news the other day that NASA and 17 colleges are going to be at the Winthrop Rockefeller Institute. I mean, how many towns in the blue line are going to have NASA in their town? Not very many. And that's a huge, huge plus, and, and draw, it should be, that should be a draw for us, too, what they're going to be doing to, you know, be looking at science and, the, you know, the atmosphere and all those kind of things. So it's going to be a big, big time for all of us. Oh, absolutely. And, of course, tourism on everybody's mind with all this. Your tourism committee is going to be meeting Wednesday at noon at City Hall. Yes. And, you know, uh, I went down to the governor's conference in El Dorado and talked about the eclipse and tourism. And, and uh, you know, we can say tourism started right here in Conway County. We have the oldest, biggest, largest state park. Uh, they said at that conference that there's 52 state parks, 8 million plus come to all 52 state parks. But, but Conway County has Pettigene State Park, which is the oldest and the biggest, and over 800,000 come just to our park alone. So 10% of the population that's coming to Arkansas is coming to our state park out of 52. That's pretty incredible. That is an but unfair I would, share. I could say, I would, I would say that we could say tourism started right here in Conway County. You bet. It's the number two industry in the state of Arkansas, which is pretty cool. All right, speaking of tourism, things that bring people to town, Munchin' on Main, great event. Yes, yes, we had a great event. I know uh, we had, you know, a few more food trucks than usual, and, and they did over $40,000 just in that day in business. Uh, some ran out of food and had to go back, and people didn't mind waiting in line because of the quality of the food. And uh, I know that that event will be the Saturday of, of the eclipse, so it's going to be moved that and I, and I know they're uh, uh, notifying the food trucks because, you know, they, they like to book out a year in advance, too, and go to the same festivals same time of year, year after year. So a lot of good things going on. And, and, and we're getting uh, a lot of public. We're getting good publicity now. People are looking at us in a totally different way. That we, You know, like Clay said at that kickoff, people know that Marlton has been a, a front-runner in preparing for this eclipse, and we have been. And, and it's great to get that recognition, you know, that and that we are and that, you know, we're, people are looking to come here, and, and, and we're going to have a whole week of, of activities for them, and, and we're going to showcase this community and show them that we're capable of putting on a huge uh, function and uh, do the best that we can and, and showcase the great community that we all live in, and I, as I say every day or whatever I do, we are a great community, and we are. All right. Just came off a good uh, cleanup event. I love Free Dump Day. I went out and uh, did my part on Saturday. I was coming back down uh, East uh, Broadway, and Saturday morning, big crowds over at the uh, at the bowling alley already on a Saturday morning. Good stuff happening. Yeah, bowling is doing good. We uh, Funk Bowling, who put in our bowling equipment, nominated us for a, an award with a uh, national bowling magazine and we've won that award and uh, we'll be be getting that award pretty soon but you know for a small town even you know we went to like i said i just went to el dorado el dorado is a town of eighteen thousand. has murphy oil their bowling alley skating rinks closed uh mayor of, in batesville is a good friend of mine he's a bigger town has a lot going on but their bowling alley skating rinks closed so a, a town of this size to be able to pull off something like that that no city's ever done before really uh because 
our job is to provide services for our citizens, quality of life projects. If that's not a quality of life project, there isn't one. And, and I'm so proud of how that's turned out and, and how the people have embraced it and using it and having birthday parties. And, and, uh, and it's just a huge asset to our community. Well, it is. And, you know, there are more great quality of life projects like pickleball, horseshoes, horseshoes doubles as cornhole. Tell me about those. So, uh, so our pickleball court has been, uh, the surface has been put down. We've got our fence up. We don't have our gates in yet, but we got the fence up to get it protected. Gates are on its way. It's lit. People are using that. I mean, it's phenomenal how people are using that. So uh, in Plumberville, they had a, a, a horseshoe place, but the gentleman passed away, and so they shut it down. And so uh, a gentleman from uh, Center Ridge was, who loves to play, Mr. Brockman, who finishes concrete, said, you know, the only place to play horseshoes really is, is Clarkville, Fayetteville, and Texarkana. And we're all tired of driving that far. Would you allow us to use this space over here at the walking trail to, to build those? And all you got to do is pay for the concrete, and we'll form them up, we'll finish them, and they did, and they did a beautiful job. So now we have 12 new uh, horseshoe pits, and the horseshoe pits are a little bit longer than the, the setup for the cornhole. And these are solid concrete runs except for the pit. So now we can put a, the cornhole in front of the pit and double as a cornhole. We can have tournaments for that, too. Uh, next uh, week, uh, next weekend, the key club is going to come and do some painting of our picnic tables under the pavilions at the park. And the uh, East Lab is going to come and paint the, the uh, skate park. The skate park hasn't been touched since... Bobby Kirby was mayor, and we installed that. And it they've got a great design, bright colors. So we're trying, and, and what what great to see volunteer, kids volunteering to come do these projects for us and, and help out and, and be involved in their community. We're at a little short on time, but let's mention one other big project, a new grocery store. Harps is going to open up May the 17th, so don't forget about that. Let's don't forget about Harps. I've been a lucky little on that project, peeking in and seeing it's uh, it's beautiful. It's going to be great. Oh, yeah, it's going to be really good. All right. Moralton Mayor Alan Lipsmeyer, thanks for visiting with us. Okay, Rich, All thanks. Right. Our News Watch will continue in just a moment. Welcome home to hometown banking, Patty Jean State Bank. Loans done quickly and with personal service. That's what we offer at Petty Jean State Bank. Hi, I'm Susan Gunderman, Executive Vice President at Petty Jean State Bank. We are Conway County's only locally owned community bank with four hometown lenders here to serve your needs. We will meet with you in person and help you find a personalized loan that will meet your budget. Come see us for consumer and commercial lending with a hometown touch. We promise you'll feel welcomed, comfortable, and appreciated. Right in town and always in touch. Member FDIC and an equal housing lender. You're listening to KVOM's Morning News. Watch six minutes after 8 o'clock. Another check on your weather forecast here before we wrap things up. We'll see sunny skies today. It'll be breezy, a high around 80, clear in 58 tonight. Sunny and 82 with some gusty winds on Wednesday. That's your news watch for this Tuesday morning, the 18th of April. I'm Rich Mullers. Have a great day. You've been listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition.